Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting the Toronto Raptors 115-105 win against the Brooklyn Nets, Riker. The Brooklyn Nets, obviously one of those four teams at the bottom of the Eastern Conference fighting for seeding, fighting for playoff position. The Toronto Raptors obviously have the tw- second seed already sealed up. You know, we're not really playing for too much, but still came out and beat the desperate Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, we're not playing for much. The Brooklyn Nets certainly are. And mm-hmm. defeating the Orlando Magic, that was a big loss for them. Same thing goes for tonight's game. But before we start, we're starting with, as per usual, the comment of the day, eh? And tonight we have two. Um, the first one, we, we're not choosing from the Marcus All JV video that we recently dropped. If you haven't checked it out, do that. Mm-hmm. Also, before we even start anything... We're we're officially we're on all the podcast platforms. Well, ben, we're if on you Google wanna... Play and Spotify. Are we on? I don't think we're on Apple Music just yet. I don't think so either. But <laughs> check that out for sure. It's super exciting. I'm listening to it myself. So go and check that out. Um, but for now, comment of the day. A tonight we have two. We're not picking from the Marcus All because he wasn't as big of a factor in tonight's game. That's obviously what um, most of the comments were revolved around was Marcus All himself. So tonight we're going one from Von Xavier. Liking the new logo, boys, and that is on the tune of us being officially now on the podcasting platforms. Yeah. We're revamping a bunch, and it's super exciting. And more on the tune of the actual game itself. Um, it's a kind of a long podcast, or sorry, kind of a long comment. Um, you said that the three-point shooting inconsistencies were a big concern, but I think that our offensive rebounding is one of the problems. And Ben, tonight's game. The offensive rebounding is really what I think won it was um, some some crucial Siakam and Serge Ibaka offensive rebounds. But the whole game was really good, so let's just kick it off wherever you want to start. Yeah, certainly. You bring up the bigs, and you know our power forward, our starting power forward, we made a whole video on how he should be most improved player of the year. Tonight, going up against his most improved rival, D'Angelo Russell, Pascal Siakam played absolutely ridiculous. 28 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. You mentioned 5 offensive rebounds, was all over the court, knocked down 3 threes. How, what, were, what were your thoughts on this just all-around game tonight? The all-around game for Pascal Siakam mm-hmm. or the whole team? For Pascal, yeah, for Pascal Siakam. Siakam. It's exactly like you said. Tonight is a is a matchup against the two players. We made a breakdown video of the likely candidates for most improved player. And mm-hmm. Pascal Siakam went out there in the Big Apple in New York, proved that he is really the runaway contestant now for that um, title because he's just able to do it all. And he's able to come up clutch. He's able to really create on offense. I was impressed tonight by his ball handling i didn't realize mm-hmm. how much he's improved until i really saw him um take a lot of matchups one-on-one break through double teams he was able to do a lot of things i'm, I'm completely blown away i, I think he's going to be absolutely invaluable come playoff time certainly just seeing how he's coming to his own as a legitimate star in this league you know, to be surrounded by Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Lowry. They're deferring to him now at the end of games, and we saw a couple games post-All-Star break where Nick Nurse gave him the ball, ran some plays for him at the end of games, and he made a couple turnovers, a couple mistakes, but now he seems to be adjusted to that kind of star role of taking over games down the clutch, and we saw tonight, if he, if the basket didn't even go in, he was making the right plays. He only had one turnover tonight, stayed out of foul trouble, and he's making all the right decisions, and he's coming, he's coming into his own as a star player in this league, at the perfect time, playoff time, and I, I'm super excited. But two other, you know, we we're talking about the bigs. We'll keep it with the big men to start. Marcus yep. looked awesome in the starting unit tonight, but it was the bench center that really stole the show. Serge Ibaka with 23 points, 12 rebounds. Our, our dynamic... Was he 5 for 5? Did he finish the night 5 for yep, 5 5 for 5 from the three-point line. Crazy. 
you know, our, our dynamic duo at the center position, I really love Marcus Gasol ingrained in the starting unit and then Ibaka getting all the shots off the bench. What were your thoughts on Ibaka first and uh, just his ability to knock down threes and play within play within the bench unit? My fuzzy. You see, uh, have you watched the, the most recent Serge Ibaka How Hungry Are You episodes? The, the Kawhi? That's, that's his moniker now. No, it's uh, he, he goes by Mafuzzi, I think. Mafuzzi Chef. Those oh, that's been, that's been a thing forever, Riker. All right, well, there you go. I, I, <laughs> Mafuzzi Chef. So so that's it. Um, I'm going to get roasted in the comments for the mispronunciation. <laughs> I know it. But uh, I guess I guess Danny Green gave him the special sauce tonight or the, the special drink because he was really taking over tonight. from the th- We don't love Serge Ibaka taking perimeter shots. Not but always. you're right. I love him being the guy and this is really interesting because we can segue into talking a little bit about Serge but a little bit about the bench in general because mm-hmm. other than Fred Van Vliet and Serge nobody really shone you know they nobody was really good tonight yeah. um, particularly and Jack was saying he said at the end of the game this is interesting because we've always thought that OG is a lock or we, we've thought certain guys but Jack adamantly said these are your seven mm-hmm. talking about the starters Fred Van Vliet and Serge Ibaka and he said quote unquote the rest are fighting for scraps and yeah. I think that Fred Van Vliet and Serge they deserve it 100% oh, yeah. and it's interesting do you think that everybody else is just fighting for scraps? Well, I think there's certainly going to be a wing player off the bench, whether it's Norm, whether it's Lynn, whether it's OG, if McCaw can get back healthy. I'm sure they're going to get minutes. There's going to be few games, I think, where we're only going to run seven players, but you know, we'll see if anyone runs away with it. But those are the only locks, in my opinion. We're going to make a whole video on breaking down who's going to get the minutes in the playoffs, but I'd have to agree with Jack Armstrong on that one. But Ben, speaking of, you know, we probably won't see a seven-man rotation come playoff time, mm-hmm. that would be under the assumption that you're going to rely heavily on your starters to be doing everything, game in and game out. Mm-hmm. And we usually glaze over Kawhi Leonard yeah. every game because even though he's been impressive all season long, his mm-hmm. career bests in scoring and, and other stat categories, just overall, um, because he's doing it so consistently, but he's been vocal about um, you know reserving himself, all of the breaks that he's taken, the games off, Tonight was the night that I really saw his intensity amp up. And, of course, we're so close to playoff time. What did you see from Kawhi Leonard? And do you think that he's just going to continue to crank up the dial in terms of his performance? I could really see him now in these next few games just getting his rhythm, getting a higher volume of shots, being more aggressive to get ready for the playoffs, as you mentioned. You know, Tonight, the three-point shot wasn't going in 0 for 4, but he took 25 shots. And we want Kawhi shooting the ball. We see some games where we don't really need his impact on the game too too much because guys like Siakam, Lowry, these players can carry the load and as you know we've been managing Kawhi's load the whole season relax and that's good but this is the time of year this is why we brought Kawhi Leonard in you know DeMar DeRozan is a phenomenal star for the Toronto Raptors but he was unable to really bring us to that next level on the playoff stage and that's what we brought Kawhi in to do and he's going to have to amp up the intensity amp up the the shots the aggression and during the playoffs and I think we're going to see that in these next couple games because he's capable of doing it he's shown he's been able to do with the San Antonio Spurs a former finals MVP and I you you mentioned it he's already having a career year on a load management season so I'm I'm super excited to see Kawhi be more aggressive be more into the games and you know, and even amp up the defense a little bit because we've seen him kind of relax on defense. He's as vocal. He's yeah. as vocal as he's ever been. And it's interesting because usually a player, when they move to a new team, you're going to see them maybe have to adapt to new 
style of play yeah. to adapt to a new coach but you never usually see the fundamental personality or characteristics of a player change but Kawhi Leonard was very reserved on the San Antonio Spurs and now coming to the Toronto Raptors it's as if he's a new man because he's out there complaining with refs yeah. he's out there you know jumping giving high fives he's he's angry sometimes he's happy sometimes it's not the Kawhi Leonard that everybody grew up with that knows and loves this is a completely new man which is what's extremely exciting um I, I don't know if, if there's anything else you want to add about Kawhi Leonard before we move to the next point yeah well you know Kawhi is a beast I'm really excited with how he's played but one thing one topic I really want to get into because we brought up Surge and the bench and how that's all going to work out and that's going to be a huge topic of discussion over the next couple games but the starting unit with Marc Gasol Gasol obviously only had eight points nine rebounds six assists four steals okay that was a loaded stat line when you really look at it no nothing too outstanding but all around but the way the ball moved Nick Nurse gave a lot of run to the starting unit together you know the the Matt and Jack mentioned on the broadcast how the minutes were amped up tonight for all the players, but I really love the chemistry that the the starters are developing and the Toronto Raptors. I I'm not sure if we ended up getting it, but close to another thirty assist night thirty assist a night game. You know, for the past three nights they've gotten thirty assists. Tonight we had twenty nine in the last minute. I'm not sure if we got the thirty, but that's that's a franchise record. You know, the ball's moving, the three point shots are going in. We're getting the best out of all the players. You know, what are your thoughts on just how the starting unit is growing chemistry and coming together? Also, most wins on the road now are tied for most wins on the road of all time. Um, what was your question? What is the thoughts on everybody just playing together? Yeah, the chemistry and being able to of the facilitate? starting unit. Yeah, the with... chemistry. Yeah, it's good, man. It's it's really we we broke down this in the video. And what's the difference in the JV versus Marcus All trade? And it's that bringing in Marcus All is not as impressive in receiving an individual player, but what he adds is the improvement of all the other players, mm-hmm. right? Because he's the you, if you play 2K, if you used to, I haven't played it in, in a few years now, but Court General, they used to be a badge or something that you would give to your players. That's kind of what Marcus All is. Yeah. He's not a flashy player, but you said he has a loaded stat line, and Danny Green and Kawhi, they're already, already good at playing together, mm-hmm. um, of course. Pascal Siakam is the most adaptable player on the Raptors. You can put him in any lineup and he'll thrive. And then Kyle Lowry is figuring it out. He's getting everybody involved, and that's sort of his, um, his MO, is him facilitating, him trying to create things. So it's a really good starting lineup to have um i think i'd like to also talk about d'angelo russell but maybe we'll get into the segments first and then we'll bring the conversation back around certainly tonight the Kawhi doom like that play of the day you mentioned we've been kind of silent on Kawhi for a lot of the season because we were pretty overexcited about him at the beginning of the year but tonight we're giving him the quiet doom like that at least for me he had that a really nice spin move at the end of this game down down in the paint on the baseline you know Kawhi added some finesse to his game. You mentioned it. He's spicing things up. Maybe a bit of Pascal Siakam spin moves are rubbing off on him, but Kawhi with a really nice spin uh, to to get the Kawhi doom like that play of the day, Riker. That's a fantastic one, and I thought that he split a double team in the late game, probably three mm-hmm. three minutes or less left and I'm just thinking he makes it look really easy because that was an intense double team with they had Harris in there who is a power forward of course and he just easily blew through two big defenders and created a wide open shot so he just he just he just has a way of looking like he's a man playing among boys Mm -hmm. certainly is so big and strong finishing around the rim is always in control but not all plays can be the Kawhi doom like that play of the day and some just make you say oh geez and tonight the oh geez play of the day from me Riker it's going Pascal Siakam we all know how his corner three has just been out of this world this season and tonight he had one in the corner in front of the Brooklyn bench 
and uh, you know he let it fly. The Brooklyn Brooklyn bench was throwing some antics at him, you know, waving things around, being right crazy. Jack Armstrong was mad on the broadcast, but he still knocked it down, cold blooded. Was not phased by the Brooklyn bench, and it made me say, "Oh, geez," to the Brooklyn bench because that's embarrassing. If you're gonna do all that, those antics, and he still knocks down the shot. That's unfortunate for Brooklyn. Well, Jack Armstrong, it's funny you mention it. His his quote-unquote was, he made the jimmy with all those clowns clapping on the bench. I love Jack. I cannot, I wish Jack commentated everything in my entire life, but yeah. good on uh, Siakam for making it. And Jack's comments tonight were hilarious if you if you were able to tune in. Yeah, certainly. He almost slipped up there at one point, if you you remember. You sent it Yeah, I, he, um, what was it? Um, Lavert. Uh, he he took a wild he took a wild he got an offensive rebound dribbled out to the corner for a corner three but uh, he didn't have his feet set it was random uh, half of his team was already running back to play defense they didn't realize he had that offensive rebound he shot from his chest it was a Sean Marion esque shot and uh, Jack Armstrong what the oh and then and then switch conversations he almost let the f bomb slip uh, but he's too professional for that. He's too good. He's got that. We got two OGs plays uh, plays of the night tonight. But finally, the infamous playing against the man himself, the Damari Carroll Gold Star Award Riker. You know, the, just watching the game, it's if we play against Damari Carroll, unless we play him in the playoffs, probably the last time we're going to see him. And it's just the thought we turned Damari Carroll, you know, within one season to Kawhi Leonard as our starting small forward. And that, that yeah, absolutely. You know, so you got to throw it to Damari Carroll there. I don't know if you had one in mind, Riker. Yeah, I do have one, a more serious one to ground it, mm-hmm. um, maybe even finish off the podcast. But I thought that the offensive coordinator for the Brooklyn Nets, and usually you put that role onto the head coach, mm-hmm. was absolutely disastrous tonight. Because as we mentioned at the beginning, this is an important, it's a critical game for the Brooklyn Nets. The 10-6 to 6 spot in the East is completely is a complete arms race right now. They're very close matchups. Mm-hmm. So the Brooklyn Nets really could have used the W here, of course. And they were within five points with two minutes left. Yep. And there was three possessions in a row out of a timeout where the inbound pass turned into an immediate three-point shot off the pivot with the defender well in the face. Yep. So there was no... I don't know what it was. Was there an attempt to free somebody up? Did they not have a contingency plan? It was like, you just pass it into the first guy open and then he just takes a wild shot. And it happened three times in a row. I don't know what the offensive coordinator was thinking they were giving the Raptors the win they deserved it anyways but if the Brooklyn Nets actually wanted to win that was a horrible attempt to do it that's that's the real gold star award for worst performance of the night certainly out of timeout plays are so important in the NBA because you get to draw up plays and you know try and get an easy bucket out of those timeouts when you settle everything down but you know the Raptors capitalized on this win tonight getting big wins considering the, the opponents they're facing are pretty desperate you know the the rotations getting cut down we're seeing people play well get into playoff form you know, do you have any last topics you want to talk about, Riker? Uh, no, I think we actually covered a lot of it. Yeah, certainly. You're the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. As we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we are on Spotify. We are on Google Play. We are on the way to Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Not there yet. We're waiting to get verified. It takes a long time on Apple Podcasts, apparently. So, you know, just keep an eye on us on there. Search us up in the search bar. And uh, we really appreciate you guys supporting us on YouTube, on Spotify, on wherever we're going to be. You know, you're the best for listening to Raptors Digest. You know, any last words? Hey, cheers. <laughs>